1: congregation we're back for another installment of scam goddess me your host Lacey Mosley aka scam goddess and first guys I have to pull over and eulogize a king yeah this shit is late whatever y'all know what this is about Ponzi Charles Ponzi walked so Bernie Madoff could fly in a G.I. in a private jet honey And Bernie Madoff has been taken away from us by Sky Daddy. And I just want to say, Bernie, you were an amazing scammer. You parted so many people from their money. And everyone will remember how much you robbed them in their hearts. And Bernie, we salute you. And, uh, you know... Maybe I'll see you on the other side. I don't know where I'm going, child. I hope I'm going to the heaven. You know, honestly, I, w- I want to see what's popping in hell, like what's cracking. Like I hope I can go down there and look, but I don't want to be there. It's hot, I heard. Um, but guys, what am I? Excited. Yes, I'm very excited for today's guys. And honestly, y'all don't even understand. This is the woman, the woman who found me and got me Into podcasting. She saw me doing improv in somebody's cafeteria-looking theater. And she was like, girl, pull up to the alleyway and and come do this. Maybe it's a scam, maybe it's not. And and it wasn't. And it's been a huge blessing. She's so talented. She's so smart. She's so cool. Like, bro, I love this woman so much. And, guys, she hosts a podcast called Ethnically Ambiguous – get into it at iHeart. And she also produces, because Honey's on both sides, both sides of the microphone. Ew! So you can see her producing podcasts such as The Daily Zion, guys. Um, Wait, 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 wait. Anna, I, I need some help, because I know there's more podcasts that you produce, and I want to name them all. It's Anna Hosnier, And yeah, I <laughs> fucked up the ending of this introduction, that's okay. but that's fine. Yeah. Um, What other podcasts do you produce? Because I know there's a bunch that are really dope uh I do will you accept this rose with Arden Mirren who I adore Mm -hmm. Arden Mirren is fantastic will you accept this rose she's the reason I started watching the bachelor again y'all tricked me you scammed me into it (laughs) yes there's a bunch but like Anna's that girl and like I'm so happy to have you I'm so happy you're finally here Thank you.
2: I scammed you into a podcast
1: career you did. You really did. You're the reason. <laughs> Anna. you're the reason. Like, That's what was surreal. the reason? Anna was the reason. Like, wow. seriously, guys, you have no... Like, I didn't even know about podcasts. I didn't even know this was a thing.
2: Yeah, and I, I did. Me. I saw you at an improv show and I mm-hmm. narrowed in on you and then I proceeded <laughs> to follow you online until I could corner you. <laughs> and Happily like, ever
1: come. after. Sometimes you gotta let yourself go into a scam. Yeah. Anna had a scam for me and I was like... Yes, dip a toe, dip a foot, yes. dip a leg, dip the body. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm so happy. And okay. you
2: are you are the one that got away from our network. They I fucked know. up.
1: They fucked up. You know, I had Jack on here the other day, child, and I was like, don't don't rob me, okay? <laughs> 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 I love the this like, guys. I love Jack. I love Miles. I love all of you guys. You guys like amazing. You guys are so amazing. Yeah, we love but, you. But and I have to ask. What's your relationship with scams? Like, have you ever been scammed? Do you like scams? Like, it could be anything. Um i
2: I've never been, like, money scammed, but I have been money scammed in the sense that I always buy from, like, you know, trash-ass websites for clothes, and they come from China, okay. and they're like... <laughs>
1: so when Instagram suggests, you're like, <laughs> okay! <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. But I've gotten better. Now I look them up before I buy. But there was a period of time where I was just, you know, I had made a little bit of money. I was a little too free with the credit card.
1: And that you I was, were a trusting consumer. Yes. You were like, if they're selling it, it's got to be quality. And yeah. then it wasn't. Exactly. That's okay. We've all done that.
2: <sighs> I've come a long way, though. I've got yes. some weird janky swimsuits, though, but... <laughs> What
1: are you going to do? <laughs> I do too. And they're sitting in my drawer. I'm not going to return them. Yeah. I don't have the energy or oh, the no. strength. And you know, that's fine. That's a part of the game. Sometimes you take an L. Sometimes you get a W on some cheap mm-hmm. shit. And you be like, wow, this is cute. So, yeah. you know, got to keep rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. But. Anna, I need you to give me a name. So we're going to move into our first segment, which is what is hot in fraud, guys? And as you guys know, we'll warn you about the latest pop and new scams, or more often than not, we'll take a listener letter from you guys, and that's scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Snitch on your friends and family, just make sure the scam is retired, because we don't want to what? Fuck up your bag, okay? Mm-hmm. But if it's retired, send it on in. And today, we have a listener letter from, Anna. give me a name. Uh, Steve. Wow, Steve. Another scammer name. There's Adam, Steve, Matt, all scammer names. All from the Bible. Too heavily used. I've never met a Steve. I have, no. but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a memorable name. And person. that's that's the beautiful that's the beautiful thing about it. So, um, okay. It says that hi scam goddess, I'd like to tell you the story of the time I got triple scammed. Triple? What? Okay. <laughs> Triple. Uh Oh, Steve. The first scam was that I let my boyfriend at the time's best friend. You can call him Casey. It's his real name, and he's a gross whoop. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Oh, damn. Casey. Okay. Damn, Steve, you airing it out. (laughs) So Casey, who's the boyfriend's best friend, moves into our apartment where he proceeded to not work or pay rent for a year. Oh, a year. Oh, god, your boyfriend's dick must be good because I ain't living with no extra man for a year. A year. A Uh, year. No. Okay, Casey. 12 calendar months 12 of beyonce's months no (laughs) i won't be doing it no and he convinced me to pay for his dog's three thousand dollar knee surgery on my credit card wait a minute he brought a dog and lived with y'all for a year uh okay is your boyfriend with this man because it feels like also it's too deep
2: 3k what are you why are you so friendly
1: too friendly. Yeah. I'm not friendly enough for 3K no, for a dog knee uh, no, surgery. All. I'm like, I don't know. Your dog going to have to get, get him a brace. <laughs> I don't know. Go to Walgreens yeah, and see what you can that. fix up. Okay. <laughs> get your dog a crutch. I don't know what to tell you, but. I will barely <laughs> pay that for my own pets. Right, and also $3,000 knee surgery for a dog. Is your dog about to be playing hoops? <laughs> like, yeah, it's got a tornado. Is your dog airbud? Because if your dog ain't motherfucking airbud, we ain't get that nigga no $3,000 knee. Are you kidding, me? Your dog better be in some commercials to so talk about I know. Alpo. Like, he better be like, oh, I love Rachel Ray's new dog food. The bitch, your dog better be working $3,000? That's what's up. For what? For you to come home and be like, arf, 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 good to see you. Like, no. <laughs>
2: Good to see you. Fuck that.
1: $3,000?
2: No. no. Especially dog... not on your credit card. I would barely do that for my boyfriend if he was like, I need you to put this on your card. I'd be like, for what? What's the payment plan? What are we looking at here? When's the right. money coming back? I don't Sign I don't this contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so.
1: Also, just like, your dog ain't that special to need a $3,000 knee. Like, that's too much. Yeah. So, He heard my boyfriend and I talking about wanting him to move out because he wasn't working or paying rent or paying me back and staged a robbery where only his things and our cash got stolen. What? Okay, (laughs) this is... What? (laughs) Casey,
2: Paul. Casey... How are Casey and this person friends? And
1: why are you dating Casey? (laughs) Steven and Casey are both wrong. And so is the scamming ass dog. And (laughs) so are you. Like, Steven, you are wrong. Why would you let somebody stay? You wanted to be robbed. Like, that's too long. A year? Then they staged a robbery where they stole only your things. And then his things, which obviously he could just hide somewhere. And you wouldn't even know that they weren't stolen. Bruh. Yeah. Uh, did, did they have dirt on you? Did the see you do a murder or something? Because I don't understand why you let this go on so long.
2: Now I do think it's okay to be talking shit in front of them because they one you spent three thousand dollars on their dog's knee, and two they're just living there, so you can talk as much shit as you want.
1: Yeah, but what you don't you need should've... to hide it. He overheard. No, you yeah. can just say that shit in the living room while he's sitting there. Casey <laughs> yeah. gotta go. We ain't gonna leave, and he's just right there sitting there like, yeah, mm. you got know, you
2: like, got my- to take his temp like. Is this fool crazy? Obviously. Because you have been scared. (laughs) You should have seen
1: this coming. I'm sorry. This is too much. It's too much. So, um, the robbery, he said only our cash and his stuff was stolen. Sympathy from which got him another several months free until we finally forced him to get a job. So basically, he was like, oh, we all got robbed. I can't get a job. I can't pay y'all rent. What? Uh, uh, my dog is limping again. <laughs> like, what? I'm confused. So then, he used the paychecks from his job to buy himself gifts, like fish merchandise. What is fish merchandise? It's spelled P-H-I-S-H. Oh,
2: it's that jam band. Okay, this friend is white. Oh, that jam
1: band? That's that's an old jam band. Yeah, this
2: this friend has to be white, because what is going on?
1: Fish? The only reason I even know about fish is because I watched uh, the second season of You on Netflix, and there was like a whole bit about it. Otherwise, I would have no clue. What yeah. the hell? So we finally kicked him out, and my boyfriend convinced me to take him to court where I scammed again. Where I got scammed again. No! Because what? our legal system is a fucking scam. Yes, it is, Steven. Mm-hmm. Despite winning the small claims case, the only way I would be able to get the money from him would be to garnish his wages, which he easily evaded by applying for state health insurance. I ended up spending about $500 in order to be able to say that he legally owed me $3,000 that I will never be able to get from him. At this point, my despot meter was high. Yes, it was, baby girl. Mm-hmm. It was very high. Baby man, whatever. Baby <laughs> them. Like, your despot meter is very high because, honey. So it says, I found a website called Accounts Receivable, in quotes, oh, no. where a man named John Steele easily talked me into paying $200. I don't know what, but Steele. His
2: last name was Steele? <laughs>
1: what is going on? Girl, you just like scams, sir. <laughs> you like what? Like what? Oh, no. So they done paid $200 to. John Steele to try to get the $3,000 back. So now you're in the whole $700 because you paid $500 in order to sue the nigga in the first place in small claims court. Okay. That third was 100% on me. Yes, it was, Stephen. I'm glad you Uh said that. That was really dumb of me. It was, but that's okay. You were just trying to get your coins back. And honestly, I think you were more mad than anything else. You were like, this bitch needs to run me a coin because I want to fight him, which is fair. So it says I'm doing fine now I can look back and laugh but for anyone listening to the story don't let people move into your house and not pay rent that never ends well and truly never lend money you can't afford to lose thank you for making. oh there's some nice stuff thank you for the nice stuff but I'm not gonna read that but thank you thank you thank you um yes you're absolutely right Stephen and my mom has always said this you never lend people money that you're not comfortable with getting back. Mm-hmm. So if I give people a loan, honestly, I'm just giving them money. I'm like, here's the money. Like, yeah, good luck. Because I don't expect to see it again. But I'll never give people more money than I'm like, oh, I'm going to be checking up on it. Or, you know, you get some new shoes or you come back with a Starbucks drink. And I'm like, oh, you got Starbucks money, but you ain't got dog <laughs> knee surgery money, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to do that.
2: My dad always says, this is a true thing he's told me my whole life, is tell everyone you're broke. So they don't come asking for anything. Yep. And he does to this day. My dad will drive a BMW and be like, I'm broke. And be like, hmm. But no one is asking him for it. Not even me. I'm not even asking him for anything. And I know he's not technically broke. But he said it enough times that I'm like... I can't ask him for anything.
1: Right. Listen, get out there. Brand is poor, okay? Don't <laughs> don't ever make brand rich. Brand no. is poor. I don't care how much money you got. You could be on the G5. You could be on the jet mm-hmm. and be like, oh, my God, so poor. No money when I land.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then, it's you know, my no friend's one's...
1: plane. Like, don't, yeah. don't do it because it's an easy way to let people in. Also, like... Steven, you got to be mad at your boyfriend a little bit because mm-hmm. your boyfriend is the raggedy-ass bitch who let this scammer into your home. And for a year, for what? He wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't paying rent. Was mm-hmm. he cleaning up? Was he giving good vibes? Because I'm confused no for why he stayed that long. Like, that's bizarre to me. A year? A year? No money paid? Not a contribution? Not a single one? And you know this, your your boyfriend
2: knew you have, there's a your boyfriend of was having sex
1: with this man. Somebody <laughs> was having sex with this man because you don't stay in no damn house no. for a year and you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. especially
2: nothing. If you if you let someone that is close enough to you to move in, that means you know what they're like to some extent. So your boyfriend kind of knew that this dude was kind of a scammer and he still let him move in.
1: Steven, you might need to break up with your boyfriend because he might be cheating on you with that nigga or somebody. Because I don't understand how a year passes and like nothing he wasn't giving nothing? And y'all were just like, yeah, you can keep staying here. Yeah, I'm not that nice. No one's that nice. No. Like, what? There's no way. No way in hell. Casey.
2: Um, was Casey the boyfriend or the scammer? I think it was the boyfriend.
1: So Casey was the scammer.
2: Oh, Casey was the scammer. Steven
1: was mm-hmm. the partner who wrote in. And then the boyfriend, you know, <sighs> I guess encouraged Steven to go to court and take Casey the scammer to court. But I'm like... I guess he was probably doing that because the boyfriend's like, well, I did this. This is my fault. Like, yeah. you can go get your coins back. But honestly, get rid of the boyfriend, too. Yeah. Like, get rid of all these bitches who are leeching off of you because what? I agree. Like, did get Casey see your boyfriend do a murder? I don't understand why he <laughs> was allowed true. to stay rent free. He Casey had, knows
2: something. He
1: knows something. Yeah. Or they're fucking. It's either yeah. one of the two. So look into that, Steven. Mm-hmm. Look into that because honey, you getting scammed a fourth time. And that's <laughs> you your get boyfriend to be asking questions. Yeah. Cuz he let that nigga move in. You like why uh, I don't mm-hmm. live a man ever? They don't clean things. Like
2: No, no they really do not.
1: And somebody did on Twitter or TikTok this, like, black light of, like, when me, like men pee standing up. And it was, like, piss everywhere. All over the toilet, on the ground, splashes on the shower curtain. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. I wish you did not tell me that. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm sorry. I know you look My little bathroom day, is covered in piss. <laughs> oh, no. It is. It's fine. You got to get a little bleach going in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements, and we'll be right back. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? It's like white cream. Are you kidding me? It's giving rich, okay? Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quince.com slash goddess. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft and it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me in onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, they have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bust when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select scam goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows all right and we are back and it's time for my favorite segment of the show historic hoodwinks and this is a special one because anna actually really knows real shit about this and i hit her up her, like, especially for this episode, because we're going to get the tea on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I'm really excited for this episode because it's about to be missed. Yeah. So Jen <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. She's a woman of color. Um, What is her race? I actually don't know. Um, I believe she's Tongan. Okay.
2: Where's that from? Uh, it's, it's like Pacific Islander.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City cast member Jen Shaw and her assistant Stuart Smith were arrested for allegedly money laundering and defrauding hundreds of elderly people in a telemarketing scam. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love a phone scam, you know? I love a, mm-hmm. like, hello? <laughs> Is it dinner time? <laughs> Are <Yeah>. you eating? <laughs> time for me to rob you. Love it. <laughs> and as I always say on this podcast, I haven't said it in a while, but call your grandparents. If they're still alive, even if oh, you're yeah. evil and you're just hoping for their inheritance, like call them niggas because they get lonely and then the scammers call and then the next thing you know... They gave all their money away, you know? Yeah, there goes your inheritance. So Jen made a name for herself as the larger-than-life star of Real Housewives Salt Lake City. She's often at the center of the drama, hurling drinks, and picking fights. Yes, she mm-hmm. is. And she be having box braids and shit. I was wondering where she was from. Okay. So one infamous fight with Mary Cosby, another housewife on the show, after Mary told friends that it smelled like the hospital, in quotes, when she was out with Jen one night. What does that mean?
2: Uh... Mary is okay. Well, one to give some background, Mary is also married to her step grandfather now. Um, and what? <laughs> oh, Mary is a whole Mary Loki runs a cult at her church because she has. I we are all surprised it was Jen that got picked up and not Mary because Mary runs a church that was left to her by her grandmother.
1: I her, knew that, but I didn't know she married her step grandfather. What the heck.
2: Yeah, so that's who she's married to, and they just, you know, run this church and get scam basically all their congregants out of all their money. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mary is very sensitive to hospital smells because she spent a month in the hospital having all her odor glands removed. What? <laughs> Look, I don't know what So that she means. smelled
1: so bad, she was like, I gotta get all my glands removed?
2: I don't know. if I don't fully understand the science behind why you would need to get your odor glands removed. Unless it's something where you're like, I just don't like to smell. I don't. I'm so like. Uh, like She apparently had a lot of work done. Like, you know, facial work, whatever. Which is fine. Get your plastic surgery if that's what you want. But like, I guess she also chose. I don't know if it was a medical reason to get your odor glands removed. But she chose I don't chose think there's a medical to.
1: reason for that. I guess like medically funky. Yeah. So Marina Pais, our super engineer, just said that. She had some kind of, like, disease where it attacked her, you know, odor glands and her immune system. And that's exactly, why she got them removed. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, and again, this is what Mary says. Okay. So just kind of, you know. It's what she says. Yeah. So on the show, Jen Shaw was surrounded by members of her Shaw squad, a cohort of assistants that included her co-conspirator, Stuart Smith. Her husband, Sheriff Shaw, is a former footballer and has been the coach of the University of Utah's football team for the last 10 years. He also spent 12 years as an attorney. Wow, he had a life. It's unclear whether or not he played a role in the business endeavors. I'm sure, court-wise, he ain't going to play no role. Mm. Mm. So, Who knows? The house. On November 11th, the series premiere, Jen Shaw hosted a lavish party at her house. People were obsessed with her gorgeous 942 square feet home. 9,420 square foot home. Excuse me. Which is like, that's like a 10,000 square foot house. It's like really big house. It's a really nice house. They call it the the Shaw Ski Chalet. I love it. So even before she transformed the home, which she calls the Scotch, I I can't even (laughs) say it. The Scotch. The Shasky Chalet, honey. <laughs> yes. For her castmate's birthday, it was impressive, right? So mm-hmm. the house is equipped with three substantial main suites, each with its own fireplace and sitting area, and two additional bedroom suites. So this house is baller, and we're looking at it mm-hmm. right now. It's beautiful. There's mountains in the back. There's trees. There's grass. It's super secluded. There's no one nearby. It looks like an inn. Mm-hmm. Now it's a cute house, but I don't like the wood on the ceiling. I'm. It looks like I'm like they gonna hang deers from the wall. Like it's it's, it's very like Salt Lake snow cabiny. Vibe. Yeah, it's giving cabin. It's giving. Yeah. You know. It's giving. Um. What's that bear that says we can't do forest oh, fires? Oh, Smokey. It's smoky. giving Smokey the Bear. It's cute. It's like rich Smokey the Bear. Like if Smokey yeah. the Bear was a rapper and like you <laughs> yeah. know. A vacation was making home. rain on these hoes for sure. So there was also gossip in the housewives franchise inner circle because on blogs and podcasts, speculation that one of the housewives was renting a property to film, like spread like wild, like wildfire. So mm-hmm. maybe it's this property. We don't oh, know. Oh, it's
2: this property.
1: So on an episode of Weekly Dose of BS hosted by the Real Housewives of Dallas star Brandy Redmond. That was the one who got in trouble for doing all that Asian hate stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy revealed that she knew someone from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was renting. Mm. Now, Brandy lives in Plano and she is a Real Housewife. But Brandy, like, don't confuse the coins. I'm from Texas. I know how much your house costs. Like... <laughs> And I know where you live, so mm, you calling out people for renting is, mm, like, you don't got it like that. So, (laughs) yeah, Jen reacted in the comment section of a now-deleted Instagram post, and she said, Is this what everyone is getting their G-string up their ass about because they're irrelevant or because they wish they could afford to pay the rent plus own four other homes and have an apartment in NYC? Question mark. No documentation was found to substantiate Jen's claims of owning four other <laughs> properties and an apartment in New York City. Wow. Yeah. Okay. However, she was like, "Oh, I got many homes, bitch. I'm a home owner." And they were like, mm-hmm. "Where? Where the homes at?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Where I we know she
2: she actually owned one other home, and she lost like a hundred k on it when she sold it. So. Right. And I'm
1: like, "Are the homes in your heart?" Like, listen, you know, no. home is wherever I'm with you. Is that like that? Is that the home? Like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she has no other home because we don't we don't know what homes are. sis. she barely has this one.
1: However, off reality TV, Jen's longtime home is located in Sandy, Utah, which she owned with her husband until she sold it, like you said, at mm-hmm. a loss in June 2020. They purchased the home for only three hundred two thousand dollars. Basically, it was sold for two hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. Damn, that's a loss yeah. this, in Beyonce's economy, Lord. <laughs> Yeah. Hate to see it.
2: No, not especially because it's like not that expensive. Like 300K, like a house to 300K in Salt Lake City in L.A. would be over a million dollars. Oh,
1: for sure. Literally, so. like the housing market in L.A., let me tell you, because I've been trying to look to get a condo or a house. Mm-hmm. I hate L.A. and all these raggedy ass bitches. Are you fucking kidding me? They'd be like, look, we put a tent on the freeway. It's a million dollars. <laughs> what? <I> no, <know. laughs> It's a mess out here. I've been looking as well. And every day I'm like, what? The they like they like the tent. The tent has a sky view because it has holes in it. Like it's still a million dollars. Like what?
2: I know. There'll be like one bedroom, point five bath, no shower, nine
1: hundred ninety k. You're like, do you need a stove hookup or can you live without a stove? Because we wasn't really gonna put a stove in that joint. Like what? I know. They Listen, don't, no amenities, amenities. No. amenities include knives <laughs> to fight off the, the, the people on the street.
0: Yeah. And
1: they're like, oh, it does have laundry. It's this clothing rack right here. You just hang it outside. That's the <laughs> yeah. laundry. Like, and it'd be a million dollars. I'm so confused.
2: <laughs> it's out of control out here.
1: They're like, also on Wednesdays and Thursdays, there's shrink cleaning. So you got to move your house. So they... <laughs> It's still a million dollars, but you got to yeah. move it because they got to clean the street. What? <laughs> I know. And they'd be like, we got six offers in and you got to decide by five. <gasps> how? Now they're like, we got 80 offers. And you're like, I'm sorry, who? How? I hate, to, like, look, capitalism sucks, but sometimes we're all capitalists. It's just the society we live in in America. And I really thought with the pandemic, like, the prices would go down and all the prices went up. I was mm-hmm. like, what happened? wait, why the market didn't crash? Hello? <sighs>
2: Like, it's just LA, man. I don't even get it.
1: I don't get it. Nobody gets it. It's a scam. It's a scam. Oh, it is a scam. So- Currently, records indicate that Jen and her husband are renting an approximately $8,000 a month park city space. And as any true fan knows, in the Real Housewives universe, few things are more shameful than renting your own home. That's true because you're supposed to be a rich bitch. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of the show is like, I'm a rich bitch. Although yep. there's always a storyline for a broke ho,
2: you know? <laughs> well, that's like Bethany was in New York. Uh, Real Housewives in New York was like kind of broke and then made her way up. So she started out,
1: like, not doing great. With her fat-shaming brand, Skinny Girl. Yeah. It was like, Skinny Girl, get drunk with this coconut liqueur. Like
2: (laughs) I know. Now she's like a billionaire. You're like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) And listen, she got me for a little bit. I was buying that Skinny Girl popcorn. I was buying that Skinny Girl wine. And then she just was saying so much problematic shit. I was like, fuck you, bitch. Like, Mm. I'm not... I'll drink my fat girl wine, okay? Ain't nothing wrong with being fat, you weirdos. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, bye. Yeah. So, um, Bravo's executive producer and host, Andy Cohen, a real messy queen, once mm-hmm. famously said in Forbes, I don't understand the concept of renting at all. It just throws money away, especially a huge home. I don't get it. Andy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, she was clearly renting just to show that she had a big home.
1: Right. For filming. She's scamming. Which is a good investment for filming yeah. because keeping up that aesthetic will make sure that if there is a season two, you're going to be on it. Yeah. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that scam. Yeah. So Jen's income. She was kind of open about her business. She told the Entertainment Tonight that her niche was monetization. That sounds like a scam. Yeah. What is monetization? She's like, what is my that?
2: job is making money. It's like, yeah, no, we know that. But like, how do you make the money? I ah, make the money. Don't worry about that. By don't, making the money,
1: <laughs> don't worry about all that. Where, how I make money, what I do for a living, I make money. Yeah. Listen, I do things mm-hmm, redacted, <laughs> and then money comes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all know how it is. We y'all go to y'all job, and then the money comes. It's the same for me. Okay, relatable. You know,
2: she on the reunion when they asked because you know Andy Cohen was like, "How everyone wants to know how do you have so much money?" and she basically was like, oh, we do like marketing where we built the algorithms. So we just, you know, we use those algorithms to find out what you like and then we promote it back to you. And I was like, oh, is she the type of person that makes those algorithms like when you're talking about shit right. and then it pops up on your feed? On Instagram. So I was like, maybe yeah. that's it. She's just one of those bad people who has stolen what you are saying and is reselling it back to you. Uh, little did I know how <laughs> how shady she was actually also her husband when he was a lawyer or you know whatever was practicing he wasn't kind of like an an ambulance chaser type lawyer so i think he was making some money off like
1: malpractice stuff so two scammers together mhm because my thing is is like jinsha was basically like look so what i do for work is like y'all need stuff i provide stuff And Mm -hmm. then that's how I make my like it's so vague. They were like, No, but girl, what do you do? And then she was like, I do things. Yeah. And I just like mafia.
2: (laughs) Like my info fell off the back of a truck somewhere. And so I just picked it up and sold it.
1: Right. So people are always asking, like, wait, what do you do? Like we're saying. She said, I do so many things because I've invested in a lot of other businesses and verticals outside of e-commerce. But basically, in a nutshell, I help. Help yourself to other people's money illegally. That's what you helping. She said, I help. She Googled buzzwords.
2: (laughs) She said, mergers,
1: acquisitions, in the red, in the black. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I do trades. She, get, she probably getting on the phone mid mid-episode, like, bye, bye, sell, sell. Okay, I made my money for the week, y'all. Anyways. Like, girl, what do you do? What do you do?
2: Exactly.
1: I love that for her. Yeah. She also said, I do customer acquisition. Online and offline marketing, and I really my niche is monetization. So we take a customer and help you monetize that customer through like a proprietary fifty-two week remarketing cycle. What does that mean?
2: That's a scam. That is a scam. When you have to say re any of those
1: words, remarketing cycle,
2: proprietary. I was like, okay, are you scamming me? (laughs) You gotta be careful for these words.
1: This bitch hit us with the I do habeas corpus. She
2: she really talks like she Googled what do I say when people ask w- how I make money.
1: When you're robbing people, yeah. what do you say your real profession is? She was like, I'm monetize. I'm monetize. Is that the word? <laughs> I'm monetize everybody. We're to monetize, we're to monetize. She, that's what she do. What? What is that? <laughs> oh no that is
2: true because she uses a bunch of complicated like language to confuse you so you're like okay i guess that's
1: how you make money she was like and then the nasdaq and you know we in the red and you gotta buy sell trade and then you know affirmations also clerical also uh ambulance <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> what do my you my husband's do? a coach
1: Right. And I love this for her. I love how confusing she's made it and I mm-hmm. love this for her. So, when a company she, this is her again. When a company pays X amount of dollars that costs for an acquisition to purchase a customer. Like, so basically she's saying like a company will give her money and then that's the acquisition of a customer, which what company? What what are companies paying for customers? That's not what customer means. The foundation of the word customer is like someone who's coming to buy mm-hmm. customs from you, so why mm-hmm. are people paying you for people to buy things from them and and look, that's called advertisement because that's what advertisement is, yeah. but she ain't saying she' an advertisement, so I am confusion she's
2: it's like she's kind of telling us what she does by keeping it as vague as possible, like she's like, I get these people's info, and the company wants these people's info. What she's not saying is I trick these old people into giving me their information and then I steal from them so I, I make some shit off of them and then I go behind their backs and then I sell their information to another company like who Jin probably
1: Jinsha is- <laughs> Jin yeah. said have y'all seen I Care A Lot?
2: <laughs> yes
1: no that's basically what she was I doing I do that but like more chill <laughs> yeah Like, you'll still be able to see your granny, but she will be broke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: I will take all of your granny's things, but Mm -hmm. you can still see her. So, she also said, once you have that customer, they're valuable. So, finding (laughs) out different behaviors, what they're looking for, what they want to buy, what's going to add value, we build out a whole remarketing cycle for your customer's database. Okay. She said the remarketing again... She yeah. said, "Database. You know, I'm with Buzzwords. it. Value behaviors. Okay, fine. So, honestly, this sounds like Jinsha is just selling like those store cards you get at Walgreens or yeah. Ralphs or wherever, <laughs> where they're like swipe your card, you get some discounts because they want to yeah. track your purchases. It sounds uh-huh. like that, but obviously, it's crime. So."
2: I mean, it's the closest thing. Like, it. That's the thing
1: is, she's so good at making
2: it sound like she's into some like really high level marketing shit. When it's like deep down, you're like, I. It, none of it actually makes sense as to what you do. Which is the forefront of what a scam is. Mm-hmm. Is they're just confusing you.
1: And I will say, she's a good scammer because in scam, she's a bad scammer because she put her ass on television. She yeah. could have kept doing this grift and yeah. renting these houses and lived a great life with her, mm-hmm. you know, husband. But I will say that it's important when you're scamming to tell the truth. Even mm-hmm. if you're telling it in a way that's like fishy, tell yeah. the truth because the truth is the easiest to remember. And if you go lie, get yourself a lie journal so you can write your lies down so you can remember <laughs> them. Because okay, yeah. that's how you get caught up. You start telling new lies with the new-new. And then people are like, that ain't the lie that I heard before. That's a different lie. Like, what's happening? Yeah, so she is telling us the down.
2: truth. She's telling mm-hmm. us the truth, but ignoring, not mentioning the part that there's an old person,
1: like, with handcuffs to her, like, gas heater in the basement. Right. She's She's not mentioning that she's harming the elderly. Yeah. Which I really wish in this country, and I hope all y'all listening, like... We have to do better by the old people in America because, baby girl, if you're lucky, baby boy, baby them, baby us. If you're lucky, you're going to get old if you're Mm -hmm. lucky. And do you really want to be treated this raggedy? Like, you want to be discarded? Like, you want cities to be like, oh, we're opening up during the pandemic because we don't give a fuck about olds? you're going to be old one day. I don't understand young people who are like, fuck them old niggas because I'm like, I want to be one of them niggas one day. I don't want to die young. That's not cute. I know? know. When I, I made it past like, the 27 curse, I was like, "Whoo, child! I all know. right.
2: I we feel look- like literally when I'm old, if you, are, if you walk up to me in stilettos in snow, I am walking the other direction. Like, I cannot trust anyone anymore thanks to Jen Shaw. I'm like, anyone who's too fabulous Right, scamming me.
1: Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking yeah. at me, fabulous woman? you supposed to be looking <laughs> at them young niggas. Yeah, exactly. You got to be very cautious. And you got to turn evil, which I talk about all the time. Evil people sleep better. They, leave mm-hmm. lo- they live longer. Like, when you 50, turn evil. You know, Um, I remember when me and my mom were living in Miami for a year and I was like 13. uh, We were in this mall. I think it was the Ball Harbor Mall. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, fans. I know y'all will. Um, Or congregation. Um, But Ball Harbor Mall. And we were in line to buy some shit. And these old ladies came up and stepped in front of us in the line and were like, we were here first. (laughs) And I was like... Y'all definitely was not here first, but they gave me mob ties. They gave me mm. evil old ladies who don't give a fuck. And so we was just like, mm-hmm, go ahead, <laughs> okay. auntie. Go ahead, granny. Yeah. Like, y'all can have it. And that's what I'm going to do. And there was uh this... So, in Spanish class, I think I had a scammer Spanish professor. And I spoke Spanish naturally because I had nannies who spoke Spanish. Mm -hmm. But I took Spanish because I wanted to get, like, grammatically. I wanted to be able to write it. And, like, I can't write for shit. I can barely speak. But I took it in high school. And Senor Corey which he was definitely not Latinx. Cory. Senior Cory. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Senior Chad. Like, would, <laughs> you were from no Spanish-speaking country. That's fine. And um, he would play movies sometimes because he was lazy. Mm-hmm. And one that he played, but he would pick some and ass shit. It would be like soap operas or something that was fun that you wanted to pay attention in Spanish to. And one time he picked something that was called Adios Mama. And Adios Mama was... This old Spanish lady, like, got in line. She was in line at a grocery store. Uh And then she looks back to this man and she goes, oh, my God, you look like my son so much. You look like my son who died. And she hugs him. They hug. She cries. And then she's checking out, right? Mm -hmm. She leaves. And then this guy, he has, like, a loaf of bread in his hand. He rings it up. And then um, the cashier's like, okay, that'll be $300. And he was like, $300 for a loaf of bread? And he was like, no, your mother said that you was paying for her groceries, too. <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh.
1: Because she was basically like, you look like my son. Like, you look like my son so much. And he was like, she was like, adios. And then he was like, adios, mama, like, trying to give her uh. a little treat. But since he said bye, mom, she was like, bye.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh.
1: He had to pay for her groceries. And I was like, this is beautiful. And this is where yes. I'm going to be when I'm old. I'm literally going to look back. I don't care if there are any race. <laughs> I don't care if they're white, black, brown, Pacific yeah. Islander, Asian, you know, I don't care anywhere. So I'm like, you look like my son, even yeah. if I don't have a son. And then be like, can you just say goodbye to me? And they'd be like, goodbye, mama. And then I'm going to leave him with the bill.
2: <laughs> wow. That's actually genius.
1: Adios, mama.
2: And also your Senor Corey was setting you guys up like, and this is how you become a Spanish teacher when you are clearly not, you know, from any Latinx country. (laughs)
1: And he had us watching that shit and it was lit. So I was like, yes. So, investigators said, in reality, okay, they allegedly built their opulent lifestyle off the expenses of vulnerable, often elderly, working class people. They being Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Their claims that Jen and Stewart executed a telemarketing scheme with co-conspirators that operated, like, five states. So that's the claims of, like, the feds and, you know, the Mm -hmm. hired haters of the world. (laughs) So they yeah. said that they were operating in New York, New Jersey, Arizona, Nevada and Utah. Allegedly hundreds of victims, many of whom were over 55, were tricked into investing in shady projects and business services. These services included coaching sessions. What are you coaching on? I thought you were talking about marketing and acquisition. What what is we coaching?
2: She's coaching them how to play football. she's stealing that from her husband. And right she's like yeah, coaching.
1: Coaching. So coaching yeah. sessions, tax preparation and website design services. okay, y'all was doing everything. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Get to, you know, girls can code, we code, yeah. okay, girl boss, okay. <laughs> stem. hello, stem. Yeah. So many of the individuals targeted did not own a computer. Wow. Damn. Y'all was uh, okay, this is fucked up. Because Jen, you were separating people from their bean can money, from their mm -hmm. mattress money, from Mm -hmm. their like, you know, they don't even have bank accounts. Like, bro, these people were stashing this money away and saving it in piggy banks. Are you robbing them?
2: It's kind of genius because they could never like Google her. Or, like, ever look her up, really. You don't
1: got no technology. How you gonna know? Right. Unless people, that's why I say on the show, we need to bring back the wanted signs. I yeah. want some wanted signs on some posters, like, dead or alive. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just, like, a group of, like, old people with, like, pitchforks being like, bring us Gen Shaw. Bring
1: back the pitchfork <laughs> moments, honey. Yeah. I want—I hate that white supremacists took tiki torches away from us. And tiki torch companies were like, wait a minute, we didn't sign on for white supremacy. Mm. We were trying to give y'all— anti-bug and vibes (laughs) in your backyard for your party. We were never trying to do racisms to people. (laughs) And I love that for them. But yeah, like bring back the tiki torches, the pitchforks and everybody hanging out and having a vibe as they go storm someone's home. Yeah,
2: like a, a single enemy.
1: Can you imagine? Like, that's a, like I protest a lot, you know, Black Lives Matter. Like, everything has been shit, you know, yeah. and it's still shit. So I protest a lot, and my feet be hurting. Uh, I be thinking about MLK and how they wore suits and kitten heels, and I'm like, I not know. me, sir. But I would definitely be down to like get some pitchforks and some tiki torches and go to like Gavin Newsom's house or something. That sounds very fun.
2: <laughs> I mean, we all, we already kind of do it to Garcetti. We low key are always <laughs> out there, like,
1: we see you. But we need to get the vibes. We need to get the I aesthetic. Know. We need the pitchfork. Somebody <laughs> buy a pitchfork, so I will carry it. That's cute. Like what are we gonna do with it? I don't know. I don't know how to operate a pitchfork, but I just wanna have it, you know?
2: For you vibes. Operate a pitchfork.
1: <laughs> I don't know how to operate this, but I I don't know how it. to do it, but I have it, you know? And it's a moment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's so, it's more like aesthetically what you're trying to put off, which is I am not happy.
1: Right, I'm angry. A pitchfork. That's what a pitchfork is giving. It's like <laughs> yeah. we're fed up, girl. Yeah. We got a pitchfork. Nobody knows what it's for. A bale of hay, bitch. We ain't mm. never flung one of those. But <laughs> I went out of my way <laughs> yes. on Jeff Bezos' evil ass Amazon to get a pitchfork. Mm. So, bitch, we're here. Okay,
2: <laughs> we're here. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) Jen services included coaching sessions, tax preparation and website design services. Right. Many of the individuals targeted did not own a computer. Like we said, the alleged scheme took place from 2012 until as recently as March 2021. So she'd been scamming, scamming for almost a decade and probably longer than that because scammers are born. They're not created. Mm -hmm. So she probably been robbing her whole life. And I'm proud of her. Yeah. They were actually filming season two when Jin Shaw was arrested. They were preparing for a trip to Colorado as a part of the show and Jin said there was an emergency. And the emergency was the feds were like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jen Shaw, open the door, we'll break it down.
3: Hey yeah. Bravo.
1: Hey Bravo. <laughs> hey producers, hey. I gotta go. So I, I just got a I got a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I got a thing yeah. outside. Yeah, they're going to give me some bracelets or whatever. Yeah. And I'm getting a car or whatever. But um, I got a... Yeah, I got a thing. <laughs> so.
2: I heard... Now, I don't know if this is real, but I read sources say that her husband tipped her off that the feds were coming for her. So I don't know if they went to her house first or something. Or I don't know. Probably. Actually, That's yeah. real love. That's real yeah. love
1: when your husband's like, baby girl... The feds finna pull up. <laughs> we on, we on, we on. That's the kind of man I want. You better tell me the feds is coming so I can be cute.
2: <laughs> yeah. And she was like, bravo. I gotta go. <laughs>
1: right. And had I have so many photos of her being arrested, she staged that shit. She was like, look, I'm gonna do this bid and then I'm gonna come yeah. back to this show. You know? She was like, a little jail? You know? Like a little mm-hmm. taste of jail? That's fine. She wouldn't be the first housewife. Right. And she wouldn't. Like, honestly, like, her crimes aren't that, like, yeah, she harms some elderly people, and that's fucked up because I told you, we all gonna be old if we lucky, Mm -hmm. so we don't want to be like, oh, that's not a big deal, but I feel like she would do a small bid and then be out. I don't know if she's the mastermind of the scheme, well, that's the thing.
2: So I never really trusted her Her assistant, Stuart, because he's a grown man who's her assistant. He like dri- He does everything for her. He drives her everywhere. He d- literally like takes care of her.
1: And I was always like, why is this grown man doing this? Well, that's a personality type that I personally enjoy because okay. I need help and I want the people who help me to be into it, you know? Right. So, I like a person who's like this is my job I help people I'm an assistant I think of things for them I walk their dog you know they need a like a shot of hormones cause they about to take their eggs out to have a baby with somebody else you know oh, okay, is that okay. specific? <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was pretty specific, but you know, you know, what? I if they're about it. to get a surrogate or whatever, you know,
1: like yeah. I want somebody who's down for all of that and who lives for like just being in the atmosphere of that kind of chaos, because that's my life. So right. I'm like, yes, assistant, yes. Like I, the husband, did the husband say, though, when the feds knocked, when the feds knocked, they were like, "Where Jeanette? And he was like, okay, she filming right now.
2: <laughs> like, I don't know. How that's do they the know where to find her? That's the thing. I don't
1: know what the the husband, Sharif, I don't know. But the feds use Instagram now. The feds use Instagram and they use Twitter. They're like, hey, girls, it's the FB in the eye. We saw your story. So we are pulling up (laughs) to Saddle Ranch. So if you're going to ride the bull, maybe like do it now because we're on our way. And, you know, the sirens will be on.
2: Well, there were also rumors that I don't know if they're true or not on Reddit and Twitter that they had gotten someone into like her Shaw squad is like a 15 or whatever, 10 to 15 person like assistant crew, including like makeup artists, hair, everything. And they were saying on the Internet that the feds had gotten someone into her Shaw squad.
1: I heard that. That someone had infiltrated and that (laughs) was getting the tea. I heard that. And honestly, I hope that's not true because that's. Guys, don't be that kind of hater. Don't infiltrate for the FBI. You have no reason to. However, maybe someone, because obviously she was a scammer and probably surrounded herself with scammers, was like, look, they got tapes on me. They caught me in 4K. Now yeah. I got to wear a wire. And I understand that, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, look, if you
2: understand just- more than being like, this is my life. I go undercover. I'm going to pretend to be an assistant for Shaw for whatever, 10 years. Right.
1: Don't willingly Mercado. help the FBI, yeah. okay? You help them when they're like, either you going to the clink or they going to the clink. And then I'm like, well, I guess we got a, what the wire going to go? Okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: What kind of shirt do I need to wear? What bra goes good with the wire, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm being there like, hey, Jim, girl, I ain't seen you in forever. How you doing? What crimes is you up to? List them. And also, let's hug. Say them
2: into my breasts. (laughs) Yeah, you literally have to be like, now, how old are these people?
1: 55 and up? That's so interesting. They don't have computers? Okay. Okay. I hear mostly from my titties. So if you could just say everything in my titties. Because that's where my hearing comes from is my titties. If you could just say it into my titties. Yeah, girl. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Anyways, what else? Crimes.
2: (laughs) I mean, I bet more than anything, they probably got most of it out of Stewart.
1: Stuart yeah Stuart is a bitch I can already tell He was like Fuck this hoe And that's what happens I'm telling you guys If you have employees Anybody who works with you Or for you Pay them Mm -hmm. What they're worth Don't skimp out Because if you do Them niggas Don't look at you As a real job It's capitalism And I always tell people On the show like Fuck daddy government and, like, mm-hmm. if you need to quit a job, you don't need to give two weeks' notice unless you really want a recommendation, which you could fake yourself. Yeah. But if you really want a recommendation, okay, give notice. But other than that, they're not going to give you notice when they fire you. When I used to work in the res- like the restaurant industry, I remember working at a bar that closed down temporarily. They didn't tell us niggas. We showed up to work, and there was a chain on the door oh and a God. lock. Because if you tell employees that you're shutting down, the fear is that they will steal from you because they know the Mm -hmm. business is about to be over. So they don't tell you when a business is shutting down. They don't tell you that kind of shit. And in return, you don't tell them when you're quitting. I've quit mid-shift. Wow. My mama was having a birthday party for my grandpa who's no longer with us. And he was my homie, like one of my best friends. And... I was like, it's his 80th birthday. I'm going to this birthday party. And I was doing shots off a of happy 80th birthday party Otis ice sculpture luge and had a best time. And my employers were like, well, you can't go. you already threatened to quit. And I was like, listen, baby girl, I'm never threatening to quit. If you do what I want, I won't quit. If you don't do what I want, I will quit. It's not a threat. And so when they were like, oh, well, you were threatening. So now like, bye, bye, bye. I was like goodbye and i picked mm-hmm. my shit up and i fucking left mid-shift and was like bye bitch like i w-
2: I will say that makes sense because your family always throws the best parties from what i've do. seen on the my stories my mom is an excellent
1: party thrower <laughs> uh shout out to Lori. so but yeah it's like fuck that like yeah. you don't, daddy capitalism will never capitalism will never take care of you so fuck it mm-hmm. if you want to quit Quit. Leave midship. Leave in the middle of some shit. Like it doesn't matter. You'll get another job. There's plenty of jobs. Like yeah. free yourself.
2: So I will I want to add one thing though. So Stuart on the show, they uh Jen has alluded to Stuart at parties getting very drunk. Now I would be careful if you're gonna hire someone like Stuart who's getting that drunk at parties what He's up to you gotta make sure Stuart is tight. He is not talking to anyone or getting drunk mm-hmm. and being like, Oh, we got some skin. Loose lips, loose yeah. lips when
1: he gets drunk for sure. Also, like the clout of it all. Like, he's probably yeah. like, Oh, I have this tea, I want to tell somebody. However, if she was saying he was getting drunk at parties, she was throwing him out of the bus. Because if that's your help, like, why are you telling your helps tea? Like, you're not loyal. Yeah, that's Look, I, mean, I will fire you if you're getting wasted at shit. However, I won't tell people about it. Like, that's going to be our personal shit, because I don't want you embarrassing me. But if she was saying mm-hmm. it, she was scamming him, too, which makes sense why he wanted to get drunk. Because if you're yeah. getting drunk at work, it's probably because you don't like your job. So, <laughs>
2: Or that's the thing. It's like, I think he was there when she was saying it. So he was hearing her say this. So also, I also a part of me is like, well, if you are... One of her assistants, and you want to make it clear that you're in with Jen and you're her top assistant. Maybe you're bragging about that, like she brings me in on deals that other people don't know about. So I don't know. Child. She
1: he must have known. To me,
2: has always been shady.
1: He has known enough. He was definitely mm-hmm. a part of it. I feel like he's the one who probably tipped off the feds and was like, "I ain't trying to go to jail, jail." I thought mm-hmm. I was. I look, I found this on Craigslist. And then it was some crime time happening. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's time for crime and I'm an assistant. So I'm going to assist in the crime. And then when the feds came, he was like, look, I ain't really want to assist in the crime. This was a part-time gig. And then he yeah. sold her out. I could see that. So the... Whole Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was preparing for a trip to Colorado as a part of the show when Jen said there was an emergency. That emergency being she was getting arrested, right? Mm -hmm. That's when law enforcement arrived at the production looking for her. According to sources on set, cast members were completely shocked at the arrest. Season 2 production has already continued, but it's unclear if her arrest was captured on camera. It definitely was. Bravo, don't miss. Bravo, (laughs) don't miss. Even when, like... It's like you don't see people holding steady cams. I feel like there's somebody, a PA in the back, getting it on their cell phone. Yeah. So they can move up. You know? Yeah. Like, bravo don't miss. We're going to see Jen getting arrested. And it's going to be yeah. cute because she looked cute when she got arrested.
2: Oh, she did. She looked great. I was like, damn.
1: I was like, yes. If I get arrested, <laughs> like, come on now. Looks, honey. Yeah. She went in and they was like, all right, this is the perp walk. And she was like, ew, pose, yeah. pose, lights, camera, action. You know, she was giving the girls work, turn to the left. Work. Turn to the right. Sachet That's, Chante. And I mean, I she that.
2: always looks like that too. So she was ready,
1: right? And look, if it's a mugshot, if it's a driver's license photo, you know, you gotta give the girls something. And I appreciate that about Jen.
2: I mean, so, imagine also if she was tipped off and she was like, "Oh, today's day. Okay, <laughs> what am I wearing today?"
1: And she called. She called <laughs> her makeup artist. She was like, "I need the the mink eyelashes because I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to jail. So." Yeah. <laughs> Today's the day, so. (laughs) Today's the day. So if you could give me the good eyelashes, bet. So according to U.S. Weekly, Shaw and her assistant, Stewart, were booked and charged on conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. It's also vague. I feel like if Jen gets the right lawyer, she might be okay. Don't hire your husband, Jen. But, like, hire somebody else. You might be good. You might make it out. So, I was
2: reading that she might
1: not get jail time, but I don't know. Well, they each face a maximum sentence of 30 years for the wire fraud charges and an additional 20 years for the money laundering charges. The good Damn. thing is, is like they're obviously public figures, so that will help them in their case. Yeah. Um, and it's Utah—that's the thing, though. If she gets tried in Utah— Utah has a lot of Mormons. It's like Mormon capital. And, like, baby girl, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Mormons don't like that. They don't like that. She's a woman of color
2: in Salt Lake City, which is very far, you know, there is not a lot. Now,
1: she's a white passing woman of color. I'm like, baby girl, take them braids out or whatever the fuck you was doing straighten that hair, and try to get that trial moved to a state adjacent to Utah, because <laughs> the girls in Utah are going to drag, okay? Yeah. And the Mormons show up for their jury duty, so
2: <laughs> it's your duty.
1: peers will not be, be your peers. If they're going on
2: missionaries, they're showing up to jury duty.
1: <laughs> oh, they go on missionaries? When oh. I was a kid, because I'm from Texas, and North Texas, there were a lot of Mormons. I have a very close Mormon friends still. Okay. And... I remember one of my best friends, Kier, Kier I won't say her full name, but Kier, Kier was like, oh, we going on the Mormon trek. Do you want to pull up? And I was like, and she didn't say it like that, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to leave my house. Like, I was sheltered. I never got to go nowhere. I yeah. spent most of my time on my space. And then when that left, you know, Facebook or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I want to go. My mom was like, you ain't going. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Fair. my mom never <laughs> let me go nowhere and yeah. she was right because I'm the type of bitch who would try some shit so mm-hmm. she was just trying to keep me alive during my childhood and she did the right thing um, I don't know how I'm alive as an adult truly
2: But <laughs> she, she that's the thing sheltered parents know what's up I was the same way my parents didn't let me do anything and anything. I wanted to fuck, get fucked same. up and they were like no
1: and they were like no bitch we know your heart and yeah. your heart you gotta stay in the house yeah. so the, but my friend Nick went who has since Passed away, which from a senseless gun violence thing. But I love mm-hmm. you, Nick. Um, he went on the Mormon trek, and I didn't get to go. And he's black, and so it's a complete recreation, basically, of Joseph Smith, his journey with his disciples, and people chasing them out of places. Mm-hmm. So there's a point where they like they walk around with hand carts, they wear like old school clothing. It's crazy. There's a point where um, they get to this cafeteria, and they're sitting and they're eating. And someone comes in and is like, all the disciples of Joseph Smith have to leave right now. Stand up. And so everyone stands. And Nick, my black friend, he doesn't. <laughs> and they were like, no, this is the time where you stand. It's like, you got to stand. And he was like, I'm not a disciple. Yeah. A nigga. Like, what, what y'all want from me? And they were like, come on, come on. Like, we leaving. So... <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: He did it. But, like, they're intense. They're very yeah. intense. They have like, pageant don't... for the children every year up north where the children go and do, page- like, the pageant of, like, Christ and stuff. So, like, it's it's real. But wow. w- it's yet to be seen how Jin Shah will be charged. It's yet to be seen all the charges that will fall upon her. I love her. She is an icon. <laughs> yeah. She was my favorite. When she first came,
2: I was like, finally, a woman of color. Like, my family, I grew up going to Salt Lake because Utah was the first place my parents came to when they immigrated yes. to this country. They both went to, my dad went to University of Utah. My mom went to another university next to it. Like, I have grown up going to Utah my whole life. So when they said Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I was like, I'm in. And then when I saw Jen, who I thought was a legend, because she literally was wearing stilettos in snow. Like, I don't mm. give a fuck. And I was like, Wow, okay, you really don't give a fuck. And she would straight up be like, Being a woman of color, growing up here, has been tough. She spoke on it, and she would always be like, These women all think I'm aggressive because of how I speak. Because you know, I'm now a woman of she color.
1: is okay. Jen is aggressive, though.
2: She is aggressive, yes. (laughs) And it's
1: funny because I want to give, like, I'm a dark-skinned black woman. I want to give her that leniency of, like, Mm -hmm. when we say that we're uncomfortable or we say we're upset, no matter what we do, people are like, you're aggressive. You're so scary, which is crazy to me because, y'all, who out here murdering people? Police? Police? White incels. Like, it's not us. We're Mm -hmm. afraid of the police. We're afraid of the white incels on, you know, the internet who waited for the fucking pandemic to be over to be like, oh, now we're going to shoot up Walmart again, (sighs) bitch. Like, fuck y'all. But, like, I know that trope. However, I saw Jen on the show a few times, really turn it up to 12 when it didn't need to be at 12. No. And also, it's a TV show, and I know producers are in her ears. So I know it's a whole construct on that show. So, but I do appreciate her calling it out, even though Jen is hella aggressive. Like, I,
2: that's the thing. She is, she would take it so far. But I also think all of that is her like never going to therapy and dealing with all her anger mm-hmm. of being a woman of color growing up in Salt Lake City. Cause you know, uh, you know, people of color, like, we don't, like, growing up, your parents don't believe in, like, therapy. Like, they're they're mm-hmm. not aware. They're like, you just get your shit together and keep it moving. And so, like, I feel like she's, I, of course, I don't know this, but it feels like it based off what I was watching is that she never really learned how to deal with this shit.
1: And now it's manifesting on her on For fucking sure. Real Housewives. Jen is like, a survivor. <laughs> yeah, That's the reason she's a scammer. A lot of scammers are survivors who are like, they wake up one day and they realize Yo, everything about our lives is a scam, which it is. Mm-hmm. Everything about our government is a scam. We're being robbed. We're being tricked by everyone we know. Yeah. And she was like, fuck it. I'm going to get involved and I'm going to make a bag. And so I get that about Jen. And that's why I fuck with her because I understand that fully. Like, it everything is a fucking scam. And also, when you grow up with that kind of trauma, you wake up one day and you're like, I got to take care of me. And that's all you yeah. do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Would I love to just throw a fucking glass across oh, the room? Yes. Of course I would. That sort of, like, letting it all fucking go, I would uh, love that.
1: It probably feels like wusa, like, <laughs> e yeah. pray, love. Like, that shit probably feels like a sound bath. You could yeah. throw a glass at a bitch face. You could throw a drink in some yeah. nigga face, like, who's disrespectful. Like, oh, <sighs> my God, I would orgasm. If, yeah. I, could get, like, if I could just <laughs> throw a drink at someone, I would yeah. come immediately. Yeah. And instead, I have to be like, let me write this strongly worded email or like, let me <laughs> yeah. talk to this producer. But if I could just be like, you bitch and throw yeah. it like right when I'm feeling upset. Oh, uh, I know the freedom to do
2: ooh. like something so intense like that. Oh,
1: I'll never right. know. I'll never know. I will never know. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But I appreciate her for living it and me <sighs> being able to see it. Exactly. So, Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after some non-scam advertisements. Robbery!
3: Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where OneTravel comes in. With OneTravel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With OneTravel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it. Book it. Live it. One travel.
0: Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Ooh. Summarize with AI in a click. click, click. Writer's block? Release with Canva magic, right? Magical. Stress less and save time at Canva.com. Designed for work. Canva.
1: And we are back for the end of the show. These shows always run long when I have a friend on and Anna is my friend and like, so we're running a little long, and I know you guys like that, so it's fine. But we're back with Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise. Or not. I don't know yet. We'll see. <laughs> um, but this Scammer of the Week is Wendy Wong. Um, House of Aloha, Hawaii is basically what she works for. She's a travel booker. Wendy okay. Susan Tendora Wong, she got four names. You know she a scammer. That was mad <laughs> names. Wendy Susan Tendora Wong, okay, is accused of taking thousands of dollars from Bay Area residents and then never booking their vacations and is now facing criminal charges. The Bay is one of the most expensive places to live in the world. The Bay is so fucking expensive. And, like, it's like a baby New York. Yeah. And it's more expensive than New York. And I'm like, y'all, what's going on in the Bay? Like, Look, my parents live there and they're broke. So, like, that's wild. Like, can we get a... They probably bought something early. If you bought something back in the day, it was cute. I have an ex-boyfriend who has family there, and they own this, like, millions-of-dollar condo situation where there's, like, people who rent on the top people who rent on the bottom, and they live in the middle. And my personal scam goal for the rest of my life is to hopefully get super famous so that I can taunt my ex-boyfriend's mom because she didn't like me, and she... While I was buying her her favorite mascarpone cake... Invited his ex-girlfriend over, we were in college, to, like, hang out. She was such a bitch, a hater. Um, And so my whole career life is based on Mm -hmm. hopefully making her mad one day. (laughs) And you will. I believe in you. I'm working really hard. I'm dry. I'm (laughs) so petty. It all comes to that. Like, listen, we talk about hater jobs on here. I'm not a hater, but I am petty. And it's okay to channel your pettiness into something productive, which for Mm -hmm. me is, like, working on myself and my career and my life and living the best life but still being petty because I want her to know. Mm-hmm. And she you're honest. You're honest. so
2: you sh- They can't
1: say they didn't see it coming. Mm-mm. You're being honest. She gonna know. That raggedy hoe thought I wasn't good enough for her son and baby girl, <sighs> he would be lucky. Yeah. Baby girl. So... Wendy is based in Hawaii and dealt mostly with clients from the Bay Area traveling to the islands. Wendy was described by Hawaiian News Now as a former travel agent who currently does not have a travel agent's license to conduct business. Mm. You need a license to be a travel agent?
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm not fully sure what that means.
1: I don't either. I thought you just had to, like, be a bitch who was good at booking travel. Yeah, you just had a
2: computer, right? Yeah, like,
1: (laughs) you had a laptop and some time. Like, I didn't know you had to have a license. I'm a
2: travel agent for my family and friends.
1: Right. License. I ain't know about no licenses. So she's accused of booking fake flights and itineraries for clients and refusing to pay them back. Wow. Okay. Mm. I don't know if I fuck with you, Wendy, because we all need a vacation. We all need some time away And people are excited, they're looking forward to what you're doing, and then you're not booking it, so they can't go on vacation. Like, baby girl, skim some money off the top, rob them, but at least let them have their vacation. I don't like this. I don't want to be packing my swimsuit and getting my, you know, motherfucking looks from ASOS.com or wherever the (laughs) fuck. And then the day I'm supposed to leave, I get to the airport and, you know... The airport is like, oh, girl, we don't have no flights for you. Like, that's not cute. Yeah, that's not
2: full. That's not a fully thought out scam.
1: That's fucked up. Yeah. At least you could just book them niggas on Spirit. And yeah. then they get there and they're like, oh, we paid $5,000 for yeah. this flight. And now we on Spirit. We got to pay for a seatbelt and for some water. <laughs> and we and also, like, the bottom of the plane going to open up. And we got to put our feet out like the Flintstones and, like, kick to the runway. Like, yeah. that's Spirit. But at least you're going to fly. Yeah. Like, what?
2: <laughs> and then get them a Motel 6 or whatever. So at least they have somewhere so they can't say right. you. Right. Didn't it, do
1: it. It could be shitty, but at least they're yeah. in a vacation spot where they could change their trajectory. But you're not giving them vacation? Yeah. Mm-mm, girl, I don't like this, Wendy. Mm-mm. So one client paid her more than $100,000 to book flights, hotel rooms, tickets to events in Hawaii for him and 80 of his friends and family. 80? Oh, okay. You got 80 friends and family, bruh?
2: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> that's too much friends and family. You got Well, to that's on that you down. to get
2: scammed. 80 people? 80? No.
1: Also, like... You got it like that. If you paying for 80 niggas, you got it like that. It'll be all right for you. Yeah. So the client said the flight and rooms at events were all canceled last minute, which they probably weren't canceled. Wendy was like, hey, y'all everything was canceled, okay, B- bye bye Yeah. You don't have my real phone number. <laughs> the client said the flight, the rooms, and the vents, everything was gone, right? One couple that was a victim, Danny and Celia, had a great time with their extended family in Mexico, but it wasn't the trip to Hawaii that they had originally planned. So, she, so I guess sometimes she was like, okay, what? <laughs> we ain't got no Mexico for y'all. <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: Wait, so she was just, like, being like, you're going to Hawaii, but you're going to Mexico?
1: So I guess she was like, oh, y'all want to go to Hawaii? Guess what? It's also water in Mexico. And it's (laughs) cute there. Don't worry about it. Like, y'all going to go to Cozumel. It's going to be cute. And I'm going to scrape my money off the top. Wow. Wow. They say travel booker Wendy Wong told them last minute that their flights were canceled. So this is her trend. She's like, oh, they canceled the flights again? You know, they be canceling flights. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Cancel culture, y'all. Yeah. It's the cancel culture for the flights for me. <laughs> Danny, who was one of the people who was tricked, said, I was really pissed off because there were 22 of us. In a voicemail from Wendy, the couple saved, you can hear her making up excuses. She says, crazy, crazy weather right now, and it's making everything adjust, so there's just a lot of cancellations. Wendy has pleaded not guilty. How? Hmm. How? Wendy, you guilty guilty. What do uh, you mean you're not guilty?
2: What? I Yeah, okay, so I don't even understand that because... So she, they'll be like, everything got canceled, and they're like, okay, well, when will the refund come through? And she'll be like, hmm, Hmm? what was that? I'm sorry, there's a lot of wind, there's a lot of weather on this call.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I can't hear y'all. Money refund. Oh my god, y'all breaking up. Y'all want some money back? It sounds like this call
2: is getting canceled. Unfortunately, I cannot get back to you.
1: Wendy. Okay, so you did give some people vacations. You didn't give it where they wanted. Hawaii is definitely more expensive than Mexico. Yeah. So, like, you didn't give them where they wanted, but they still got some vacations. I don't know, Wendy. Like, I don't know how you plead not guilt. She might get out of it. Wendy. Because she did plan the trips, and then she was like, oh, no, unforeseen circumstances of me stealing from you. I'm so sorry. It's crazy how I needed to steal from you. And, like, I didn't even expect that, but now you can't go on your vacation. She's like, I had to steal from you. You do not understand. It's like, listen, I, I ain't want to steal from y'all, okay? That's not my job. My job is to plan these trips. But then robbery came into play, and I had to rob y'all. I look, What y'all want me to do?
2: i was forced into an uncomfortable situation where i had to keep your money okay
1: y'all had cancellations (laughs) cancellation of me doing my job okay (laughs) like what wendy i don't know you might be an icon let's see how you fare if you get out of jail you know but sadly this is the end of the show and Mm. as always anna we always ask everyone who does the show where do you want to be found
2: well, thank you so much for having me and for listening to me when I text you.
1: Thank you for being here. You're an icon. You literally started me in podcasts. Like, you, like guys, l- this woman is a visionary. Get wow. into anything that she's saying because you don't even understand. Like, I would not be doing this if it weren't for her. Like, I love this woman so much. So where can you be found, Donna?
2: Thank- you are so nice to me, Lacey. I love you. That's I'm why I, honest, I stayed with you. This I was like... She's the one. She's the oracle. Uh, she's the scam oracle. And then you scam me out of thousands and I still stayed. Remember all that money yeah. you took from
1: me? It was fun,
2: though, when I robbed you. It was fun. You it was. I time. was like, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine? I was just such a huge fan. I was like, that's right. fine. <laughs> it's Listen, honestly the, the, an honor. The
1: congregation be trying to rob me. I thought I, I was know, doing I a scam podcast to warn people. These niggas be trying to rob me. So, you know, what am I doing here? Creating <sighs> monsters? I don't know. But where do you well, want to be found?
2: Uh, I'm at Anna Hosni on Twitter, a- at A-N-N-A-H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. You can follow me there. Uh, yeah, I produce a bunch of shows for iHeartRadio, like The Daily Zeitgeist, where Lacey's always on. I produce uh, Lost Culturistas with Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers. Yes, icons. we this rose about the Bachelor franchise yes. with Arden. Arden was on the show. Yes, she was. Yes, she was, yeah. Uh, and also, this is important with all the workaholic guys. That's a show I produce, and yeah, I also host my own called Ethnically Ambiguous with Shereen Yunez. and uh, I also ambiguous. do a Twitch show called Deckheads with Molly Lambert every Tuesday nights. If you guys are into talking about Bravo reality shows, mostly Below Deck and whatever else comes up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm out here. Follow me on Twitter, and you'll just see like everything I'm up to. And you know, I'm promoting. I'm always promoting. And what's Lacey your Twitter Love. name again? At Anna Hosnier, just my first and last name. You'll find me on there.
1: At Anna Hosnier, guys. And as always, if you want to stitch on your friends and family, write (laughs) me anything. No critiques, guys. This is a free podcast. I don't want your feedback. Mm -mm. Unless, maybe, if it's, like, a good thing. I don't know. Sometimes I listen to the critiques, but, like, most of the time, no. So just keep it to yourself. Um... Pod at gmail.com. And if you want to find me, divalacid Diva lacy on all platforms. And a black Lady Sketch Show should be out by now. That's Fridays at 11 on HBO, or you can watch it anytime on HBO Max. And if you want to watch iCarly, that'll be coming out in the summertime, honey, around June. And every week on Wednesdays, The Con on ABC, you can check me out there. I'll be talking about scams. All right, guys. Congregation! Stay scheming. Scam Goddess! This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess is starring me, duh. <laughs> Scam Goddess, aka Lazy Mosley. Scam Goddess is produced by Judith Cargbo and engineered by Marina Baez with research by Sherilyn Vera. Stay scheming!